I've actually been a behavioral therapist um, for about 10 years. I know how long have you been married? David. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Nacho Kids Podcast, where we discuss all things step family related. Real stories, real people, real help. Your hosts are the creators of the Nacho Kids Method and the Nacho Kids Academy Step Family Coaching Team, Lori and David Sims. For those that did not know, David just came back from Japan. Da, da, da. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Of course, I can't say that you know, while you're around because you don't want me to have fun without you. Nobody ever said that. <laughs> I wanted you to have fun. I was not no, going you with you again. You told me not to get any massages while I was over there. I just, I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Let's talk about the Haunted Trail. So the Haunted Trail was interesting. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really a Haunted Trail. It was more like I went to see a couple of my sons in the military and spent you know most of my time with one of them because the other one just got over there. So he didn't have time to be off. But anyway, he wanted to see this haunted shrine, really. I, I guess he found it on Google. And so he looked it up. There's this haunted uh shrine out in the middle of nowhere which i didn't know it was out in the middle of nowhere until we get there after dark and the uh taxi driver dumps us out at the you know end of a dead end road <laughs> okay so you didn't know before you went that that's what it was i mean I, I didn't know that it was isolated in the middle of the woods i thought it, i mean every shrine i've been to to that point you know was fairly public would you have still went? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I, well, I felt a little bit better for a minute that you went and did something crazy like that, but then you, never mind. Yeah. I think it was, uh, it was, uh, it added to the effect because he didn't want to go until it was after dark, which I was like, well, yeah, because, you know, ghosts don't come out of daytime. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that reminded me of the um, time that we put flour. Oh, yeah, that's a story. In the house um, in front of us. Yeah, we'll have to save that one for another one. Yeah, we will. <laughs> so so we get there, and, and it was literally a, uh, I think they call it a Shinto shrine or Shinto shrine. I don't know. Uh, and it was, it was out in the middle of nowhere, in the woods. And uh, kind of it was kind of creepy. It was very creepy because it was pitch black dark. In the woods. Y'all, I wouldn't even walk in the woods behind my house with a flashlight <laughs> in the dark, except for pumpkin hunting night. Yeah. But that's a whole other subject, too. Yeah. So, and yeah. So, I'm in the in the woods, deep in the woods, in the dead end uh, of this, Not it's not really a neighborhood, it's more like a street, um, in a different country, not speaking the language. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but the creepiest thing was... Um, was that when we got to the shrine, because we had to kind of walk through the woods uh, to get to it. So we get to the the shrine, and there's an owl sitting at the shrine on a post. He sent me a picture of it, and I thought it was a fake owl. I thought it was fake. When I saw it, I was like, oh, somebody put this thing there. And then as I'm walking toward it, it starts moving. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this thing's real. (laughs) I've never seen an owl sitting on a post or you know, you, typically we see them around here. They're up in the trees and they're away from people. I mean, I was within like 10 feet of this thing and it just sat there. And I was like, uh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's really creepy. So here you are, you and your oldest son. Yep. In the middle of Japan, somewhere in Japan. Do you even remember the city? 
Um, I think we were on the outskirts of Osaka, maybe. Okay. Don't know where that is. <laughs> and it's not like there's people there taking money for you to come visit no, the shrine. No, it's, it's not, not an attraction. Um, it's like it's like one that that just was forgotten about. You ever been to those cemeteries where people just forgot about them? You know, they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. It was like that. All right. I'm starting to understand this a little better. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just glad that my husband's back and not dead in the middle of some woods at a shrine, a haunted shrine, attacked by an owl. Yeah, you weren't concerned about that. You were concerned about me bringing back demons or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to attach themselves to you, and you'll bring them home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, then it'll be like your last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is what I said. I was worried about, you know, something attaching to him and him bringing some funk back from Japan. <laughs> yep. All right, so now that David is back, we are finally getting this podcast thing rolling. Yeah, I know, and you've been interviewing people like crazy. I know. So. I'm really excited. It's been frustrating, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. Yep. I'll be ready when we get the groove going <laughs> with the podcasting. Yeah. All the bugs worked out. Yeah, we'll get it. Yep, we'll get it. So I've talked, thought about something, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but... When, um, before Jackson was born or before I got pregnant with Jackson, I almost decided I didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. I had wanted them before, but then I like traveled a little bit and I enjoyed traveling. And so I was like, hmm, maybe I don't want to have kids. And then something happened and got pregnant. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> and you have no idea what decided happened. Decided <laughs> to, um, you know, be a mommy. J-Folk. And <laughs> anyway, so I understand where people can go from wanting kids to real, it's not really that important, or I'd rather do other things. And our guest today is a childless stepmom by choice. Wow. Yes. So you were a stepmom by choice. So you knew what you were getting into. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For those that do not know. <laughs> That phrase is like somebody hit me in the head with a frying pan. Yeah, don't say that to a stepmom. No, that is on the list of 10 things not to say to a stepmom. Check out the blog. I'm sure I wrote a blog on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's interesting, though, that you have no kids or she has no kids, and then she chooses to marry a man that does have kids. Mm-hmm. And that dynamic has got to be crazy. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yep. Yep. And then on top of that, they have been married 10 years. Woohoo. Exciting. I know. So Together 15. So they've learned some stuff. Oh, she knows some stuff. Yeah. She's a smart cookie. And we're going to hear about all that. That's why she's in the Nacho Kids Academy. Because <laughs> she's a smart cookie. Yeah. Well, cool. Cool. So let's get to talking. Get to talking. Get to talking. You want to get to talking? Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear what we had to, to interview her about and. uh so who is it? Who are we talking to? Her name is Rebecca. Okay. She is a behavioral therapist. Oh. Yeah, she's smart, too. She's a smart lady. And like I said, she don't have any kids by choice. Okay. And she's awesome. She's awesome. She's good. She's got a lot of good um, insight and experience. She's got an awesome laugh. 
Yeah. I love her laugh. This is the interview we did where I, I asked a couple of really stupid questions. You always ask stupid <laughs> questions. It's just a matter of whether I edit them out or not. All right, great. Well, There's a reason this is not live. <laughs> and the reason is, did you listen to the first few seconds of this? David and his inappropriate, oh, you would let me have a massage in Japan. Well, See, this, he's already forgot about that's that. That's not inappropriate. Yeah. Anyway. All right, cool. Let's get <laughs> Let's move on to the interview. Okay. <laughs> There is a way to save your sanity and your relationship, and it's called the Nacho Kids Academy. In the Nacho Kids Academy, you will learn the skills and knowledge to properly nacho, techniques to handle stepfamily challenges, ways to improve your communication, and much, much more. Visit nachokidsacademy.com and sign up today to join other step parents who are seeing the life-changing benefits of nachoing. Again, that's nachokidsacademy.com. Let's welcome Rebecca to the show. Hello, Rebecca. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. So we're going to learn a little bit about who you are and what you have to deal with day in and day out. All day, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let, let's get some demographics out of the way so listeners know kind of you know who you are and whether they can identify with you and all your challenges. So first question I have for you is how long have you been blending? Um, my husband and I have been together for 15 years this month, actually. Um, and we have been married for 10 of those 15. So, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really new. <laughs> You're not new. That's good. You're one of the rare yeah, percentages. <laughs> not, not shiny or new, but that's okay. Okay. So you got married when you were, when you were 15. Correct. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 29. Yeah, I guess. Close enough to 15. It's fine. Yeah. Close enough to 15. Yeah. All right. I'm so, a multiple of 15. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't tell you how many times we've had her 39th birthday. That's okay. You lie. That's okay. <laughs> I'm on my really. second 39th birthday, so we're all good. But <laughs> there you go. There we go. Second one. <laughs> all right. So tell us how old are your stepkids? Um, he has two boys and they are 19 and 17. Oh yeah. Mm. So they were young when you came into the picture. Yeah. They were not quite two and, or I'm sorry. They were not quite three and five. They were two and four, not quite three and five. We're like a few months away. So young. <laughs> yes. Right. So and, and there's definitely benefits to that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> maybe. So, uh, d maybe. <laughs> that's all you know. So, you know. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that um, is true. Do you have any, you have any kids of your own? Um, I do not. I am actually um, what they call child-free by choice. So, I had no kids and that was on purpose. <laughs> and you, okay. So, it's, it's not unusual that, that the, um, the stepmom doesn't have kids, but it it is kind of unusual that you've been married to the guy for so long and you don't have any kids and, you, and you started so young. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah. but I'm assuming that was by choice both ways as well. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, um, as much as people like to say that I should have known what I was getting into. Well, <laughs> oh my God, please don't say that. <laughs> he also knew what he was getting into. He knew I did not want kids. And so um, he also knew and he decided to like go ahead and opt in and keep me. So, yeah. so you had already decided that before. Um, it wasn't like the stepkids drove you crazy and it freaked you out and you decided <laughs> not to have kids of your own. 
I, I decided a really long time ago, I think probably, I was probably about 12. That was when I started babysitting <laughs> and I was like, oh no, this is not the life I wish. That, that's myself. so funny. <laughs> so, One of my stepsons swears he's not going to have kids. You know, go ahead and just, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty sweet. So, <laughs> so Rebecca, oh, yeah. how many, how many cats do you have? Oh, cat. <laughs> no, you said cat. <laughs> how many cats do you have? Um, I wish I had a lot of cats. I have zero cats. Actually, wow. I have no cats as much as I would like to have one. But my husband and I have not come to an agreement on this. He's, he's <laughs> not allergic or anything. He just doesn't care for cats. But we do have two okay. dogs. I do have two okay. dogs. So. All right. I knew, I knew there were some kids somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I have fur children. Although people <laughs> like sometimes get annoyed when you call them that. But I do have two dogs. Yes. And they are my babies. <laughs> oh, no. We've got um, a dog that's, we got her four years ago, I guess. Yeah. I think this year's And five. all David's kids are boys. And my son's a boy. Oh, my son's a boy. <laughs> yeah, my son's a boy <laughs> today. And, <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> and we got a female dog. and We call her our dog -ter. That's right. Oh, yes. That's what we call the big. We have two dogs, a big one and a little one. And the big one's a girl. And that is the dog turner. Yep. <laughs> is the dog turner. And, yes. you know, Peanut is a chihuahua. And he is the first the first son and the, the OG in the house. He's like a little old man who just can't be bothered with like anything at this point. <laughs> so, so he nachos everything pretty much. He nachos <laughs> I mean, like pretty much a hundred. He does not nacho the mailman. I'll tell you. <laughs> so he will definitely not nacho the mailman whatsoever. We always know when the mail's here. That's a good thing. It is. Okay. So we, so we have a couple of stepkids in the picture. Yeah. And uh, do we have, wh what type of visitation schedule do they have? Well, they were, the court order was um, every other weekend. And uh, it started off as Thursday, like every Thursday night. And then it sort of move to every Friday night. Um, it's like generally one night a week and every other weekend is what okay. the court order says. <laughs> All right. So we have a, we have a bio. <laughs> so we have a bio mom that's in the picture. Yes. Yes. She is the custodial parent. Okay. And, and how's that? Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I can't lie. It could be a whole lot worse. I mean, it really, it could be a lot worse. We were very, I don't see her a lot. She's, we're just, I don't see her a lot. Um, when we do see each other, we're fairly cordial. I mean, we're not, I wouldn't call her co high conflict at all. Um, she, I, I, I have other issues with her, but <laughs> none of, none of them really to do with me so much. Right. Um, Obvious, the most obvious one is definitely I absolutely couldn't agree less with her parenting style. But again, they're not my kids. So what what she does is up to her and I can't control what goes on at her house. So I don't try. Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm sure your your husband probably doesn't like her parenting style either. No, not really. He doesn't really right. care for it either. <laughs> so a lot of times what we see, too, is we see. Uh, even though these two people were together at some point and they had kids together and their parenting style was probably similar. Once the separation or divorce or whatever happens, usually somebody decides they're not going to follow the same rules. And then there becomes this big divide between the two bio parents about uh, how they're raising their kids. Like the Grand Canyon. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's a so Grand Canyony, but they definitely don't. There's there's a lot of areas they don't really meet. Um, mm. You know, so he definitely takes issue with how she's parented. Um, he's not really shy about telling me about them, and I've heard a lot. So <laughs> I pretty much agree <laughs> with him. I pretty much agree with him on a lot of points. But um, right. you know, they they don't hate each other either. They like I said, she's not super high conflict. They they are totally capable of actually communicating with each other in like a civil manner, which is also pretty lucky, I would say. I cannot remember the last time they had a fight, to be honest. And I'm usually around with an earshot, which, you know, <laughs> my husband's a yeller. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's it's it really could be a whole lot worse. So yes. I, I'm aware I'm lucky. <laughs> it does get easier when the kids start getting older because they, you know, they start driving or they can, they can start asking the questions they need to ask. And you're not, you're not putting the middle as often. Or they can say, I took Tylenol at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't have to. So there's not as much communication that has to happen between the step parents, you know, than there was earlier. So let's let's find out because uh, this is where the fun starts coming in. What was some of the hardest parts that you had during the blend? Where, what did you struggle with? Oh my goodness! Um, I mean, I've sort of I started off one way and I've just wound up so completely another. Um, you know, I was twenty five when I met my husband. He was not quite thirty one, pretty close, but. I you know I went in with this whole attitude of, you know, oh, I'm going to like contribute so much and I'm going to do so many things. And I had all these grand plans in my head about I'm going to help them with their homework and I'm going to go <laughs> like, this, you know, I'm going to go with them to soccer games and all this stuff. And, you know, I don't really <laughs> want to parent, but I feel like I really want to be a good influence and I'm going to make them, I'm going to cook sometimes, which is like something I never ever do. So <laughs> they should have just, like, you know, taking what they got it. Um, that's a whole other thing. And kind of like just realizing, oh, this is absolutely not going to happen the way I thought it would. So you wanted to be the mom you never wanted to be? <laughs> no, she wanted to be the friend. She she wanted to have the perks of it, not the discipline part. Exactly. Well, I'm really good at discipline. That's the thing. <laughs> because it's literally, it's literally what I get paid to do. So <laughs> I actually get, I get paid to tell parents how to raise their kids. It's amazing. But um, that didn't quite work. <laughs> Can you expand on that a little bit? So, um, sure. I'll just give you a little background. Um, I, uh, when I, at the time when I met my husband, I was 25 and I was teaching preschool. So even though I don't have kids and I never wanted kids of my own, I, I enjoy kids and I like kids and I see the value in contributing to, you know, their education and, and things like that. And I had a, a well-run classroom. And um, so I actually have a, I have a, bachelor's in psychology and I have a master's degree in early childhood special education um so they would give me like all the difficult behavior cases and things like that because I was equipped to deal with it and then I decided that I wanted to just you know like up my game so I decided to become um 
a behavior therapist, which is what I do. It's what I do now. Um, I've been doing it for about the last, I want to say, I think it's been almost five years. So okay. I just work on the behavior end of things. Now I'm not in the classroom anymore. And I'm actually going to test in May to get board certified to be a behavior analyst. So I work with all kinds of kids. <laughs> like any all the time. All the time. I mean, anything you can imagine. Difficult kids. Yeah. Not easy kids. kids. I mean, I've got some kids with some pretty severe behavior issues mm -hmm. and their parents obviously needing the help actually pay me <laughs> to come in and help them parent their kids with these really severe issues. So that's just that's like my everyday basically. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I've, I've actually been a behavioral therapist um, for about 10 years. I know how long have you been married? David. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. and, I, and I'm not going to tell you what I've been. <laughs> Is there a correlation in there? No. <laughs> I've been a myriad of things. <laughs> yeah. You have been a mess. That's for sure. <laughs> I did not say mess. <laughs> mess and myriad both start with M, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so would you would you say that your uh, your training and your education has helped with uh, the blending or is it kind of the other way around where you uh, you were struggling with blending and, and it kind of kind of spurred you into wanting to learn more about behavioral uh, science? Um, I've always been really interested in behavior, uh, even just going back to being a kid. I mean, I remember I'm an oldest child, so. I kind of, I don't know, it just sort of came naturally. My parents would recruit me to get my younger siblings to behave sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I just, That's funny. <laughs> I joke that I already raised my kids. But um, they turned out really good. They're all really good. Um, you know, it's funny because I really had, I think it was up until pretty recently, I'd say it was kind of a problem because... I thought, well, I have the knowledge, I have the skills, and the fact that pretty much, I hate to say it, but like nobody really cared to capitalize on it, and it was really frustrating for me. But, you know, in the last couple of years or so, I've kind of just come to accept that it is what it is. <laughs> and then I have like really not just screamed, basically, um, <laughs> really. And I just sort of zen out, and like, you know, it is what it is and they're going to do what they want and it's not up to me because I'm not their parent and they're not paying. Their parents are not paying me to tell them what to do. And so <laughs> that is true. Once I kind of yeah. figured out that my input was sort of neither desired nor required, it actually, it was like a weightlifting. I was like, wait a minute, I don't have to work and then come home to the exact same work. I can, okay, I can dig it. That's fine. I'll right. come home and I'll be myself and I will not have to stay in behavior therapist mode when clearly the stakeholders, meaning the parents and the grandparents just were not, they were not interested. So that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> right. Once you come to that realization, it's freeing. It is. That's exactly and, what it is. It's freeing. You're like, well, it is. And like, I'm not kidding. I felt like the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders. Yep, that's exactly what it was. And I mean, I felt the exact same way. And, you know, I was sort of, I, I went in as this young upstart 25 year old who, 
you know, 25 year olds think they know everything. And then mm-hmm. they always got to say something about something. And, oh, if not me, then who? And I'm going to just be like the super stepmom who, like, maybe Oprah will pick up on it and she'll make a movie about my life <laughs> and call it super stepmom. And it just, yeah. Yeah. And then you, you grow were just going to rock this out. Yeah. And, and then you just kind of grow up some. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you lose those expectations yeah. and you realize it's okay to not have any. Exactly. You just have to go with the flow and find what works for you. And yep. Um, and it changes daily. It I know mm-hmm. with having four stepkids, is that right? four, one, two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, today. You didn't four use one. I mean, no. You didn't actually <laughs> sell one, right? I mean, no, but you know what happened? <laughs> we used to always have to count when yep. we had the kids. You'd see us count one, two, three, four, five yep. all the time. And, um, they come along. <laughs> yeah. But just depending on, their mood and your mood and how they responded to you or you could just tell they were just not receptive to any type of engagement and Mm -hmm. you just avoid the triggers basically yep yeah and i'm telling you when it was really hard for me to keep my mouth shut still is i don't let her fool you i'll i'll admit it i'm not perfect either (laughs) there's definitely times when i'm like really okay yeah yeah just i am one of those people who like i'm not really a yeller and i don't you know i don't like picking fights but i will definitely make the snidest of comments (laughs) and you know just like "Mm, that's interesting really so uh i see where he's thinking this and we've had like quite a few recently um his 17 year old is kind of like getting ready to graduate high school and he just got his driver's license not so long ago and there have definitely been some situations where I'm like really huh well but see the way I look at that is because I, I I'm kind of doing the same thing I've disengaged fully or nacho supreme for a year and when I say nacho supreme I mean I did not interact with these kids unless oh. it was an absolute yeah um, necessary mm-hmm. or if no, you know, if they asked me something, it was go ask your dad, or I'm not sure you'll have to ask your dad. I'm quite sure your dad all the answers. <laughs> yeah. And then over time I started reengaging with certain aspects mm-hmm. and sometimes it wasn't good. And sometimes I realized that, okay, I'm not ready to reengage in that aspect. Yeah. And then other times be like, uh, I'm not going to engage, mm-hmm. but it seems like the longer we've been together, I am more comfortable saying things yeah. than I was even five years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I'll tell you, you know, being in nacho super supreme with like extra jalapenos and some sour cream <laughs> and guacamole, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the tricolored tortilla chips that are very, very fancy. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Mac daddy. That is yeah. just so bougie, but I love it. It's, it's sort of like offered more opportunity because I was so dis, I'm still like pretty disengaged. I'm like still nacho supreming. But whereas maybe a few years ago, if I had said something, my husband would have been like, that's pretty mean. Or he, he only did the, you don't like my kids thing once. And he never did it again. But <laughs> never <laughs> again. like a story behind that one. Yeah, no. that sounds like a story. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was the worst fight we ever had that he swears he doesn't remember, which I think is super funny. But the... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about that if you want. <laughs> um, he, he was wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course he was. He was just mistaken. Yeah. He was not wrong. I mean, 
he, he was sadly mistaken. <laughs> sadly mistaken. <laughs> it was ever so sad. But you know, it's like I, I can say things now in the same tone and in the same way. But because I stepped so far back and he's really come to see his kids for kind of just who exactly they are. <clears throat> um, he just <laughs> now he's like, not only does he kind of he doesn't even get mad at me. He's like, you're pretty much right. And uh, and sometimes he then says these things himself. He's like, oh, my kid's so manipulative today. And I'm like, oh, that came out of your mouth, not mine. I'm just saying. <laughs> I am just well, saying. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, once you're with somebody for so long, they realize that where you're coming from is not out of hate. Exactly. It's just out of out of love or <laughs> concern or, you know, something like that. And I think that's where a lot of the problems are in the beginning. Primarily concern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you really do. The stepmom can feel like she hates the stepkids. They hate her. The in-laws hate everybody, you know, oh, everybody. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Except the dog. Everybody love the dog. <laughs> oh, they don't even really like my dog that much, but it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need them to like that. <laughs> yeah. So you've had a fairly easy, would you you say? I would, I would say, yeah, I mean, I think that probably I can attribute most of it, honestly, to the fact that I don't have kids and that that was just not ever going to be a concern. Um, I don't have to worry about a lot of the same things that people do who I think bring either their own kids in or have together kids. Um, like I just, I knew I was never going to have to worry about that. And I also just, I think mine was easy because, I mean, you know, we certainly had issues. There were definitely some really crazy nights up in this house with <clears throat> two kids with ADHD and one kid with oppositional defiant disorder and, you know, a husband who is a yeller. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of, I think because of who kind of how I am too might have made it a little bit easier because I definitely am kind of a boundary setter. So I set pretty firm boundaries both with his kids and with him kind of at that and with their mom. Like she wasn't going to play me. So I think because everyone kind of knew exactly where I'm set, my boundaries are firm, they're constant, and I keep to them. And it's sort of like comforting. They kind of know where they can mess, where they can't mess, and just exactly what the consequences are going to be if they tried me. So it might have been a little bit just laying the groundwork, too. You have to set boundaries. Because if you don't, people will walk all over Oh, yes. Well, people, people will treat you how you allow them to treat you. Exactly. I I do not play. So (laughs) you can ask any kid who's ever been in my classroom or any (laughs) of my clients, they will tell you and their parents, I don't play. So have have you applied to be the nanny TV yet? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I do a lot of that, but (laughs) no, I feel like I don't want to wear one of those little costume uniforms on the television though. I mean, it'd be like more of a nanny Joe type thing, not a nanny 911. So. <laughs> so, Rebecca, you talked about you having some uh, expectations early on that oh, yeah. were they were kind of out of whack, uh-huh. which they're only out of whack <laughs> because we know on the flip side of things, you know, years later that they were incorrect going into it. Right. They feel like it's absolutely the correct yeah. expectations to have. So what about your husband? What was his expectations of you um, out of whack or did did he kind of let you do whatever you wanted to do? Um, I think that, you know, 
it's funny because he never came out and actually said, here's what I want you to do as my kid's stepmom. He just sort of let me do my thing. And so I think maybe that helped avoid some conflict, but it also, I was just thinking the other day about this too. And it kind of, you know, 15 years later came to the realization, like all this stuff and all those expectations, that was all me. Like he did not expect me to clean up after his kids. He did not expect me to cook for them. He didn't expect me to help them with their homework or anything. I was not the free babysitter. I was not the free maid. I was like never any of those things. So when I did kind of, I didn't like outright nacho supreme, but I think that he kind of figured out that I was getting burned out of certain, certain things. Um, and then there was like a little couple of times here and there that like their mother and I didn't see eye to eye. And I kind of was just like, well, fine, if she wants to sit that way, then I'm just gonna, the, the best one ever was, um, I'm a vegetarian. My husband is not. And, but like for me personally, in the beginning of things, just for an example, it was like really important to me that we eat a family dinner. And so I'm like, okay, fine. If that means that I need to cook it and all that, we're all going to eat the same thing. And so we have to make a vegetarian meal. And then their mom caught wind of it and she accused me of trying to turn them vegan. And I'm like, well, I'm not even a vegan, but you know what? If she wants to be that way, I'm just going to not cook anymore. And then we'll avoid all that conflict. And that's what happened. So it was sort of like one thing at a time. But then, you know, it just sort of started chipping away. Like I had to figure out things like, well, I have really high expectations that they're going to get good grades, for instance, but I'm the only one doing anything about it. So they're not my kids. I need to let that go. And it was just bit by bit, little by little, thing by thing, realizing, oh, well, if it's not important enough for their parents to do something about it, I am not going to have to worry about it anymore because I'm the only one if this is if it only matters to me then and I'm going to be the one like killing myself trying to make it work or make it happen it's not even going to work because then they're going to go back to their mom's house and go back to whatever she's doing and you know like we said earlier I can't control what goes on over there so no you can't and one thing that we always tell people is we say you can't expect more than the bio parents well, you can, but it's not going to do you any good. Exactly. It's going to cause you problems. <laughs> yep. It's going to make you be the bad guy. Oh, yeah. You're going to be the, you know, drill sergeant. You're yeah. going to be all these bad things because you feel like you care more than the parent. Right. Well, and <clears throat> guilty parent syndrome is real. Oh, oh, I, oh real. It's ever so yeah, real. I mean, it is. And it's easy for me to say as someone who does not have any kids, you know, oh, I would never do that or I wouldn't. I just base it on like how I would, how I treat the kids who I work with, but I have no clue. And I know exactly what his thought process is because he actually goes through it with me out loud and I can like see sort of the gymnastics of the guilty parent coming through and, and all this. But at this point, you're right. It's sort of just like, I don't even care about being the bad guy, to be honest. Like I almost enjoy it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? That's right. I am the wicked stepmother and I will own it. Thank you very yeah, much. Watch me. <laughs> Excuse me, darling. But yes. Um, and <laughs> but you know, it was just, it was so aggravating to me and I was so annoyed just perpetually. And I, you know, like some other things I came to realize no one is, you know, no one is doing this to me, but me. I'm the one. Hey, man, again. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, he's not stressed out about it. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, 
you we know, create uh, our own misery. Yeah, and that's really what I was doing for quite some time uh, up into about the last couple of years. And they, you know, I don't, we're kind of to the point now, you know, they're 17 and 19. So I'm at the kind of the end of the end of the road. I mean, obviously, as long as I'm with him, they're going to be my stepkids, regardless of how old they are. But yeah, I mean, they're older. Um, the 19-year-old really isn't even in the picture anymore. So <laughs> like that life without oppositional defiant disorder in it is a lot more peaceful. Um, you know, it's unfortunate for my husband that he really doesn't see his kid. And it's kind of sad, but you know, it is what it is. And the 17 year old's kind of getting ready to launch and he's out doing his own thing and he's got friends and a job and he's getting ready to go to college and all this. So, you know, I'll, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, I have, I never thought I'd say this, but it's been so much easier with them being as teenagers. So, oh, yeah. They're just so much more independent and they're going to, they're going to do their teenager thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's easier to bond with them a little bit too, if you try, you know, if you want to. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, whereas maybe before I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to re-engage with these kids. Not ever, not, not ever. But I mean, there is a chance for the 17 year old. He's got to grow up and move away. <laughs> but, Right. Yeah. So you've been you've been married uh, for ten years. Yeah. Um, together what, for fifteen. Right. Together for fifteen. So one question I would I would think a listener may want to understand is how or when did you start nachoing? Because some people that are are nachoing, they're kind of finding this in year two and three and four, mm -hmm. and they listen to somebody who's like, "Oh, I'm ten years in, and I'm and I've just started nachoing within the past year or two. Ooh. and that they may that may freak them out because they're like, oh my god, I gotta, I, you know. There's very few people that are made it ten years that are starting to nacho though. Right, there it's are. It's normally year two or three that the bad happens and they don't really seek help until it's really bad. Right. Yeah. So you were, what year were you in when you started doing this? Hmm. Um. Oh gosh, I'll have to think back. Um. I mean, like I said, I didn't nacho supreme right away. Um. Mm -hmm. That was definitely when I had absolutely had it and I was just like, I can't even, I just can't even anymore. I think I first started kind of creeping in those waters. I want to say it was maybe, yeah. I mean, it was probably about, I would say a year, anywhere between year two and four. Two and yeah, four. I can't okay. remember outright because we, it didn't start happening. It definitely didn't start happening until we moved in together, which was year We'd been together for two years before we moved in together. So it was probably because we didn't live together for the first few years. I would say probably year four. Probably about year four. Okay. I'm going with that. Let's go with four. <laughs> that, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So this, and this kind of brings up another question that we get asked a lot too, which is once I start doing this, how long am I going to have to do it? Mm -hmm. And as long as it, you need it. Yeah. And it's kind of like saying, it's really kind of like saying, well, if I start working out today, and I get the body I want. How long do I have to keep working right. out? Oh, I know about both <laughs> of those things. So <laughs> the answer is forever. No, <laughs> the answer is until I can't do it anymore. Um, yeah, until you find a different yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Or a better way. Right, or a better way. I mean. Yeah, you definitely don't revert. No, <laughs> you try not to anyway. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we true. little slip ups now and then. But Well, like I said, you know, after so long, it's... um. I think it's accepted more, even with the stepkids. If one of them's getting ready to leave and I say, be careful, 
is taken completely right. different than it was a couple years ago when I told them to be right. careful. I mean, I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's so, I mean, I am just, I am definitely stubborn as stubborn could be. And for me, like, I really went in with the mentality when I started, like, if this, if I have to do this forever, I am willing to go the distance. And I mean, the, you know, nachos super supreme with jalapenos and cheese, <laughs> eight different kinds of cheese, but I did. You definitely have to have the, I won't give I, up. I do not. I, I don't give up and I do not play, but I like sort of just bit by bit, little by little, like the 19 year old is a whole other story. That's just him. I will never, unless he completely changes. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're dealing with a legitimate personality disorder at this point, but um, and I'm not being, you know, hyperbolic or anything. I really think he has one. The 17 year old now, if he wants to come to the movies with us, I'm okay with it. So that to me is kind of like a big, that to me is a big step because before I'm like, no, I don't even want, I don't want. If I want to go out and do something, we're going to do it on the weekend that the kids are not here. And I just want to do it with you, honey. And this, that, and the other. I don't want to do it. But now I don't want to deal no, with it. I don't it, want yeah. to deal with it. <laughs> I just don't. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go out in public with these kids and they're going to, everyone's going to think I'm their mom and they're just wild and out. <laughs> I just don't want that. I don't, I'm not trying to claim them, but. <laughs> it, it was amazing how many times people would, would look at Lori and go, oh my God, you've had five kids. You look amazing to have five kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always get this. <laughs> we were in the Bahamas and this um, lady said something about, you be nice to your mama or something like that. <laughs> and they like, should we tell her? <laughs> right. Should we tell her? Oh. Whereas, you know, when they were little, it'd be like, she ain't my mama. Yeah. No, I, I'm, it's, it was actually at some point, <laughs> it was who was going to say it faster, me or the kids, when like we would, we would yeah. do, we would go out to dinner or, like, or whatever it was. Um, because going out for food was like the one thing I just never gave up <laughs> because I like food <laughs> a lot. And they would behave in public for me because they knew that I did not play that. Because before I started naturing, I established with them. That they were not going to play. So, because um, I give, or they wouldn't go. I, yeah, it, you guys be good, or else there will be dire consequences. And I do not make empty threat. Punch you in the face with a carrot. <laughs> with a carrot. <laughs> if you aren't going to act right, go sit in the you car. Are rough. Just go sit in the yeah. car until go you're done. But <laughs> sit in the car in a ninety degree heat and sweat today. No, no, I would stand oh, there. Lord. I would stand there with the door open. But <laughs> I'd stand there with the door. Open. <laughs> stand there with the door open to make sure they didn't run. Of course. Would, would you? But <laughs> would you stand there with the door open, or would you ask your husband to oh, stand no. there with the well, door open? Well, pre-nacho, that was all me. I did oh, yeah, that. I yeah. did that once in front of him, my brother-in-law, and my parents-in-law. I'm like, oh, fine. No one else is going to do anything about this. So here I go. But uh, ooh, girl, you, <laughs> that's when everybody stopped messing. But <laughs> I bet your husband loves that you nacho. He does. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, thank you. I don't ever have to deal with that again. Like he never fought it. <laughs> he didn't. No, if, if men are smart, they won't fight it. <laughs> he never, ever fought it. But like, you know, yep. we would definitely go out. And um, I think that's why he felt okay to take the kids out to dinner with me because I'm like, yeah, this is like the one thing I will still do. And, um, <laughs> you know, the, the server would come by and, you know, they would ask him or they would just ask the ether, can we have a soda? And, you know, or he, they'd order a soda and the server would say, well, you need to, uh, you might want to ask your mom if that's okay. And it was like, quick shot, who can say it first? And it was usually them going, she's our stepmom, before I could be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you can just say nacho. Yep. 
I'm not really 100% sure that my husband actually knows, like, that this is a real thing. I, I kind of, like, I will say Nacho, like, now and then, and he, he acts like he knows what I'm talking about. So, I don't know, maybe he's done some sort of mystery research behind my back about it. Like, I, why does my wife keep saying yeah. Nacho? <laughs> probably like, what is this? Did we need to see if that comes up as a Google yeah. search. <laughs> yeah, it might. You know, we had talked about doing, um, we've talked about doing conferences and things before. And people have said, oh, well, let's do a cruise. And I'm like, well, that's great. And then we'll all get drunk and tell your husband about you nachoing and it'll be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Why them drunk people keep saying nacho? <laughs> and he'd probably be like, whatever. It's done now. Yes, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nacho kids cruise. Yeah. That would be a hoot. <laughs> Could you imagine all those people probably never getting away from their oh kids and they go on like a cruise and falling, everyone's just falling out all over the place. <laughs> that's when I that's when people like me are like, ooh, these people are escaping their kids. Mm-mm. I don't know. Because we're the sober ones yeah, on those yeah. It's like, ooh, shoot. I'm not escaping I'm not escaping anything on the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No th- I'm like, God, who has to be I have to be the party mom now. Ugh, they're still getting away. I got to be someone's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but Rebecca, so are you ready to enter into the lightning round? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you three very important questions. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a game show for real. <laughs> I need a buzzer. <laughs> Did I answer in the form of a question? <laughs> yeah. Like Jeopardy. Okay, I might confuse Lori. Don't do that. Hey, I'm not the only one that gets confused. There's other people that's going to listen to this. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So question one, here we go. What, what has been the best advice that you've ever received about blending? Well, it's funny you should ask that because I just remember just talking to you. When I first got into this life, um, I was actually having dinner with one of my parents' old friends who was also a stepmom, who is a nacho stepmom, and she'd been nachoing for like decades. And the first thing she said to me was, well, they're not your kids. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. And I, I'm like, what in the world? And I, I clutched, obviously I clutched my pearls <laughs> because I was like, what? How but I'm with you. him. Obviously they're mine. Yes. And no, she's like, and she was, she really, she was, she was borderline snappy. And she's like, no. They're not your kids. You don't have to worry about it. Don't even. Was her name Mr. Butler? Because <laughs> that's who kept telling me that that day. Everything I would say, he would go, but they are not your kids. And I'd say, but I don't want their teeth to fall out of their head. And he'd go, they are not your kids. And that's all he kept saying. Yeah, that's what I was like, but they didn't eat any vegetables. And she's like, well, neither did you. And they're not your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So I was just so taken aback by that. It was, but of course, then I, I don't know why I didn't even remember that particular incident until today, probably because it was forever ago. But yeah. right. and now I look back and I'm like, dang, she sure was right. Yep. She yep. sure was right. Awesome. All right. So number two, here we go. Yep. So imagine you have a time machine. Oh. You're traveling back in time. Yeah. So knowing what you know now. What is one piece of advice that you would give to your uh, past self about blending? Um, one piece of just one. I have to choose one. Okay. The one thing. <laughs> we say one. <laughs> and the most important thing probably would be just don't worry about it. Like, just don't worry about it. They have two parents. They're both in the picture. They're both involved. 
and just like whatever they whatever they want to do with their kids they can do with their kids their kids are going to turn out however they're going to turn out that's going to be on them not on you uh and also you should probably eat more vegetables and <laughs> maybe also floss better <laughs> i would say that's probably it <laughs> all right so you would tell your you would tell your uh your past self to floss better eat more vegetables and <laughs> just chill out yeah out. yeah take a chill pill please take some chill pills for god's sake i realized once i mastered my nachoing mm -hmm. i would sit and work and they would bring up a suggestion and i would think to myself that's not the best way to do this. Yeah. And then I would go, well, yeah. do I really care enough to tell them? Right. As far as, are they going to listen to me? Mm -hmm. Is it just whatever? And I'll just be like, I ain't, ain't saying nothing. I am not your one of y'all. Right. Zip it. <laughs> Zip it. You can, think yep. what, you can think whatever you want. You can feel however you want. I'm not saying I don't get irritated still to this day because like they just, they are just something, you know? Mm -hmm. they are just something else and i'm like wow okay but i'm like i'm gonna stay irritated on the inside i think and just realize that that's me and that's not them it's it's irritating to me because those things are irritating whatever it is it's just irritating to me it's not irritating to my husband it's not irritating to their mom so whatever except for yeah. except for the loud chewing lori Except for the loud chewing, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I cannot. No. In the group, we were talking about um, <laughs> the slurping of spaghetti and the loud chewing. Oh, mm. No, I, I, I got to tell you this. Please, God, don't ever let Papa hear this story. <laughs> when we were at David's um, parents the other night, and we were getting ready to eat, and it was just my son and I and David's dad, and he takes a bite of this stuff, and he's like, mm, mm, mm. You know, <laughs> then he takes another bite. He's like, hmm. <laughs> well, what's funny is my sister used to do that oh, and it drove me okay. nuts. And I'm standing there washing my hands thinking if he does that one more I, time. I'm just going to snap. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was telling David and my son about it and we were out to eat, of course. And so they both start going, mm, mm, good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the eating thing. I'm not kidding. David, am I kidding when I say I would not eat spaghetti with the kids? <clears throat> no, I will not. She would not. I still won't no. do it. I still no. won't do it. I <laughs> do not put yourself in situations no. where you are going to cut up like cheetah. I am going to just go ballistic if I hear the chewing. And 17-year-old especially is just, I mean, he <laughs> is a nightmare wrapped in a nightmare wrapped <laughs> in a nightmare when it comes to like literally he cannot eat a single thing quietly i'm like wow here's some soap oh no they're slurping <laughs> <laughs> here's a marshmallow <laughs> it's pizza be oh it's bad oh yeah you're blinking too loud stop <laughs> right why can i hear you why? oh my gosh it's cereal <laughs> cereal yeah oatmeal the slurping <laughs> and crunching the smacking the yes. god help me but like it's <laughs> It just, but again, she's having flashbacks. That, yes, yeah. I'm having like I'm triggered. I yeah, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. I'm not triggered. I brought it up though. I did bring it up. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so the final question in the yeah. lightning round. So this is your opportunity to now help other people. So what would you tell other people uh, that are having challenges in blending? What would be your advice coming mm -hmm. from a behavioral therapist? 
a 15 year blended. Yeah, yeah. 15 year blended behavior therapist who gets paid <laughs> to tell other yeah. people what to do. Um, it's like a dream. Yeah, come, come on, through. girl. Give us, give us a dollar 50 worth. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So, buck five waiting on you. Yeah, I'm going to do my buck. Um, <laughs> I just want you to get your money's worth, really. So, <laughs> I guess probably what I would say um, it seems like a lot of the time when I see things and I read things, it's a lot of, this is driving me crazy. This is driving me crazy. Um, and I understand. I get that. I have things that drive me nuts, like, did you know But it's also sort of like, I would just encourage people probably to step back. Uh, I mean, step all the way back outside yourself. Um, one of the things about being a behavior therapist that teaches you um, how to just kind of cope better is realizing, oh, you know what? This is one of my triggers. So. Um, if, there, if this is a thing that's going to push your buttons and you already know it, it's really best to not say anything. To just, if you have to leave the room or the house or whatever it is to keep from yep. just going ballistic, close the door, whatever. A lot of people have issues with like cleaning and things like that. Close the door. Plop down in the middle of the floor, strike a yoga pose. Do whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, just, you know, and, and try your, it, it's hard. I mean, it's really hard to ignore things that super, super bug you. But yeah, the best thing that I've learned is to walk away yeah, and then walk away. That's one of the things that we teach in the Not Your Kids Academy is to like for February, we had 28 days to change your thinking. Mm -hmm. You have to feed your brain yeah. with good things and not bad things. And if on Wednesday, I'm like, oh, crap, them step kids are coming back on Monday. I mean, what do you think your focus is going to be? On? Right, exactly. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect, but, um, you know, as someone who's been in it for a while and someone who also is a behavior therapist, um, <laughs> you just have to like consciously change your way. Like if, if I'm the only one in the house who has a problem with the loud chewing, guess what? I'm then a it's suffered. You. It's not yeah. even like I will walk away, just walk away and say nothing. I'm not going to start yeah. to fight over it. I'm not going to worry about it. It's a moment in time. You're not going to act snotty about it because I tried not to use the P word about <laughs> it when, um, you know, for two hours afterwards. Just let it go. Just let it go. I'm not saying it's easy, but I am saying that if you practice enough, then it will, it will be easier. And when you realize that it's you and not them, well, you don't have the power to change them, but you do have the power to change you. So... And how you react to situations, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, girl, I know. <laughs> Maybe one day you walk out, your spouse is like, why do you keep leaving when this happens? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm glad that you asked because <laughs> you asked. Well, wait so a minute. I'm you got to remember part of Nacho Kids <laughs> yes. is to not say anything negative no. about stepkids. Right. No. So you just have to rephrase that stuff. <laughs> exactly. It's all about presentation it's all about exactly the, it's all about the presentation that's another that's another thing too you know i don't come after my husband like oh she devil talking about like oh your kids are like so stupid and blah blah blah, blah. No. <laughs> no 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 you can't do that <laughs> i yeah. you know when you just sit and you're like wow that's an interesting choice how do you feel about that <laughs> or what do you think you might what do you think you and your ex-wife might do about that i just wonder what you guys what's your plan are you do you have a plan or what's, I mean, I'm just curious if you don't, it's cool. It's, you know, whatever you guys decide, <laughs> it's up to you. And you just, if you, you and her would have a good time mind manipulating me. 
<laughs> Y'all be like a ping pong game going, watch, I can make her do this. Watch, I can make her do that. Watch me push this button. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying I um, play mind games with you. You do. <laughs> it's not mind games. It's behavior modification. Yeah. <laughs> but see, if, it, if I present it as a non-conflict opportunity where it's just, I mean, very much put the ball in the parent's court. Yes. So it's very much like, you know, that's interesting that you said that. Or hmm, that's interesting that he did that. Well, that's a unique way to handle that problem. <laughs> what, what are you? What are you going to do? I mean, what's so? What do you? What do you think the plan might be? I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. Do you think they'll look good in orange? <laughs> I mean, orange is not my color unless it's I'm at the Denver Broncos football game, and then it's totally my color, but <laughs> only for like those three hours. Um, yeah. What do you? Sorry, you feel that way, honey. Wow, that's a tough situation for you to, and your ex-wife to deal with. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want to bounce some ideas off, that's cool. If not, I'm just going to go back to work if that's cool with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just chill. I'll be over here chilling. Yeah. Now, let me ask you one quick question before we get off here. Yes. We know you in Colorado. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Are you, you going to ask you, me? I know. <laughs> yeah, I am because you keep talking about being so chill. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, no. I got to know. Okay. okay. We go don't ahead. even have to discuss it any further. Go ahead. Those that know, ask. we'll know. No, they don't need to know. We know, we know what we're talking about. It's a better life through pharmaceuticals. No, I, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, seriously, because you know you'll see in stepmom groups a lot of people um, just they chill and they drink wine a lot. And then oh. you know I wonder if step parents in places that um, offer alternative <laughs> methods right, just say legalize calming <laughs> people if they have better relationships. I mean, think about it. You know, so you're funny. asking her, does she smoke weed? Well, kind of, yeah. Is, <laughs> she can eat like it, too. Weed. No, I do not. But <laughs> Do you eat the edibles? <laughs> I, I have. Do you inject it? Do you snort it? <laughs> you don't cause her to lose her job. <laughs> I would lose my job so fast. <laughs> She'll never be employed again. Never again. <laughs> hey, be careful about energy drinks. I've read that they can cause false positives on drink this. Right. No, I don't do that either. But um, no, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into it, and neither is he. But I think that... Um, the real key to just the chill, the key to the chill is to just repeat the phrase. Chill. It's not, it's really not my problem. Just, they are not jokey. Exactly. <laughs> just repeat it on repeat in your head. And maybe sometimes you might grind your teeth. And sometimes yeah. you're like, I feel like I'm going to get a migraine. But no, it's just, if you repeat it, honestly, nothing matters. It just doesn't matter. They're le I'm not legally obligated to like deal with it. I'm not. If they get in serious trouble, uh, I, yep. you know, throw your hands any, up. I don't have any legal rights. I mm -hmm. don't have any legal rights to these kids when they're growing up. So just go ahead and <laughs> whatever you want to do, honey, separate bank accounts. If you want to bail them out, I guess that's your money. So <laughs> separate Grandma account. lives two houses down. <laughs> separate, separate bank accounts. Oh, you wanted to know what best advice is? Separate bank accounts. That's what it is. So, <laughs> well, we might so have to fight. talk about that in a different podcast because uh, yeah. David and I have never had separate bank accounts. So oh, that would be yeah. interesting to talk about, too. Yeah. yeah I'm going to make a note. We've done a lot of things differently. I mean, even even in my previous marriage and raising the kids, one thing that. What are we talking about? One of the things. <laughs> talking about doing things differently. Like, I, I never. I never did uh, Santa Claus with my kids the same way everybody else did. So I, I never. You know, I never told them there was a Santa Claus that was real and all that. I mean, they knew there was a Santa Claus, but I never went down that path with them. That sure. Uh, and and so and I got crucified for it too when when they were younger. But uh, 
But we, when we got married, uh, Lori and I, we, you know, we decided to keep our money together and, and, um, you know, honestly, I just, just personally, I just felt like if I can't trust you with my money, then we don't need to be married anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then the reason that we did that the way that we did, I, I'm a, I'm a, he's my first husband and my only, but we just like, there's just things that he doesn't want to pay for that I do. And I just don't want to pay for his kids. And I, and his, mm-hmm. you know, he and his ex-wife, I mean, she, she literally bankrupted them. So I couldn't really blame him for not, I mean, there were times when he brought it up and was like, well, we have a joint account out of which we pay the bills. That's all it's for. We have a joint savings for a rainy day. And then we each have our separate accounts. Um, for like, you know, he doesn't want to pay for my hair appointments and I don't want to <laughs> pay for his kid's violin. So that's just- Well, no, see, that makes perfect sense yeah. because you really have kind of both. You do have joint accounts to pay the bills. Yeah, it's, sure. it's not like you say, okay, you're responsible for the power bill and he's responsible right. for the water bill because I've seen people cause problems with that. Yeah, we tried that and it did not work. I'm like, you yeah, because if you're paying the water bill, you're saying your kid got two and a half seconds to take a shower. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. And we are done. <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm still trying to find the money that lori's got hidden in the yard in a jar somewhere right it's a dog <laughs> get the dog to go dig it up you can train there you go you can train it she, to do that that dog is trying to help me steal money what you talking about <laughs> <laughs> she puts it in there for me whoever presents the stronger reinforcer to the dog is gonna win <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> what i'm saying david is that you need to give the dog three biscuits for g- digging up the yard that's just what happened. <laughs> yeah. But she'll look like a biscuit afterwards. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. It has been absolutely wonderful talking with you, Rebecca. And I did make some notes so we can have you back on later and discuss different bank accounts. Oh, yes. Different and, bank and not wanting to pay for your stepkids. I'm not willing. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Well, we are very glad to have you as a guest on our podcast. And congratulations on being one of the few that survive the blend. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. We will talk with you later. All right. Until next time. Yep. Till next time. Well, David, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I think that was a pretty good interview. Of course it was. I thought the whole behavioral therapist thing was, was really interesting. Oh, you didn't know. No. Since we have recorded this recording with her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this recording with her. Yeah. She has gotten her board certification oh, to cool. be a behavior analyst. Hmm. Woo, congratulations, Rebecca. We're proud of you. So now she don't have to therapy. She can analyze. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And people will pay her to analyze their <laughs> the behavior. behavior. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep her in touch with her. She, I know. Yeah. She yeah. can help us analyze I know. See, your I behavior. Do, I do this for free. To you all the time. You need to do it to yourself. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> and I love how in the beginning, um, family dinners were so important to her. Mm-hmm. And she had to let it go. Oh, she yeah. had to let that go. We did the same thing. Yeah. We did the same thing. Remember, we went and bought a new table for family dinners that seated 100 people. No, we had, <laughs> there were seven, eight, seven of us. Uh-huh. And the table you had only fit. Six. Six. So we had to get a bigger table. I know. But well, we, we got a really, great deal on that table. We didn't have to get a bigger table because we never all sat there. Have to, well, we tried to. It started out that way. Well, I thought y'all always had family dinner together. Yeah, until we got married. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I'm confused. <laughs> I swear I think I live in the twilight zone sometimes. 
How do you know this is reality? It's not. Are you sure? It's your perception and my perception, which is not reality, either one of us, it's technically. T- it's reality twice removed. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. You know, I heard something the other day about quantum physics. Oh, gosh. And I started wondering, what is quantum physics? And I thought about it, and I came up with a great explanation in my head without Googling it. But I'm not going to tell you what it is, because oh. I can promise you it is not right. Well, as soon as I stop this recording, we're going to Google quantum no, physics. I want to hear your part of it. That's no, be hilarious. no, we can't share my stupidity with the world <laughs> <laughs> much more than we already have. <laughs> but it was great talking to Rebecca, and we are thankful to have guests like her that will share their stories to help other step families. To succeed in the blend. Yeah. And if you're a stepmom or stepdad and you would like to be featured as a guest on the show, and reach out to us. Maybe we can uh, get you on the show. No promises, but maybe. Mm-hmm. And if you are interested, then reach out to us at contact us at nachokids.com. Woo! Again, contact us at nachokids.com. Awesome. Great. All right. So for Lori and myself, peace out. Hasta la pasta. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nacho Kids podcast. Find us online at nachokids.com. Until next time, remember, life is good when you nacho.